So why are we here today? <laughs> Caught me in the middle of taking a drink. Today is a long-awaited day. It is the day that we are going to talk about Christine Weston Chandler and Sonichu, the internet abomination that is Sonichu. Hang on, I'm going to go get another a bottle of liquor because we're going to need it. Okay, uh, I guess I'll vamp. Uh, way to start the episode. Uh, okay, so this is... I guess let's call this Boomer Learns About, dot, dot, dot. Uh, It's the show where a normal person is forced to learn about garbage. Um, So many people... It's it's just something weird. It's just something we said. We were like, oh, maybe we'll do a bonus episode about uh, Christine Weston Chandler. And um, the idea has really taken hold of people's brain stems. Like, it's the number one thing we get asked for. Where is the bonus episode? I'm gonna be honest. I've been putting it off. Yeah, because you're gonna, you're dude, you're not gonna be happy. Like there are gonna be so many things. Like, you're gonna see things today that are really gonna upset you. But I think I have a system. Okay. I have a system in place. So there are a couple fucking gross things that we're gonna go over. But I figure if you make it through what I have to tell you, or what I have to show you, or what I have to recite to you, we can watch. A very cute bird video <laughs> as a palate cleanser. How's that sound? Can you tell me anything about the bird video? Uh, well, okay. Well, our first one we have on the docket, if you make it through the video that is on Pornhub. What? You get to watch Pepper Yells at Healthy Food, which is a cockatiel that screeches every time its owner tries to give it a little piece of spinach. It's really cute. <laughs> okay. See, I kind of just... Okay, look, chances are you don't know who Christine Weston Chandler is either, audience. Let, how about this? <laughs> what makes you think that? No, everybody knows who Chris Jett is. I think all you goddamn Zoomers with absolutely nothing better to do uh, follow around uh, an insane person on the internet. You virgins with rage out there. <laughs> yes, exactly. But like normal people have jobs, kids, mortgages, lawns to mow, and they're not going to spend all their time throwing rocks at the at what is essentially the town idiot of the internet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's a fair. <laughs> okay, so, so how about this? Here's what I know about this person. Okay, go ahead. Okay. There's not much. This won't take long. Some... Christine Weston Chandler seems to be some kind of living meme. I get the sense that she... And by the way, I think this person was originally known as Chris Chan, and then at some point they transitioned. Yeah, you know what? Let's just get the housekeeping out of the way right now. Okay. Uh, first of all, it is very hard. It is very hard to talk about a lot of this stuff in a right politically correct lens. First of all, because it's batshit insane, and second of all, because like this is a person who transitioned very late in life, like in mid-30s so that's not very late in life it is for transitioning no it's not i mean when my best friend transitioned at the age 33 cool but 90 percent of the stuff we're going to talk about today took place when chris was living as a man Uh, look i'm just kind of more offended that you think 30 
years old is old. Uh, see, I don't know this shit. This is why I wanted to get this off the bat right now. Listen, I don't know, all right? Liberal surrender hands. If I fuck this up at some point, I'm going to fucking try to use the correct pronouns. But uh, if I fuck it up, I'm sorry. You're right. I'm wrong. Don't post it, okay? Yeah. Look, there's also some kind of controversy where, look, this is what I've heard. Somebody emailed me this. I don't know if this person has like an axe to grind. Somebody tells me that uh, there are trans people who dispute Christine Weston Chandler's transitional status. Look, I'm not here to play cultural referee. Uh, I believe they refer to Christine Weston Chandler as a she on Wikipedia. So if you got a problem with it, take it up with, what's his name? Not Jeff Bezos, the other guy. Jeff Bezos. Wait, Jeff Bezos owns Wikipedia? No, Elon Musk owns Wikipedia. No, neither of them do. It's that other guy who's like, if you'd give me $3 right now, you can keep shitposting about Transformers. Christopher Poole, a.k.a. Moot. No! Okay, (laughs) okay. Back to... So here's what I know about... How about this? CWC. CWC, um... We can we can do that later, but the name is pretty important in oh, really? the beginning. Oh, yeah, God okay. Cause, it. Oh, it's gonna get weird real fast. Okay, <laughs> just to wrap it up, here's what I know about Christine Weston Chandler. Some kind of living meme. People like taking pictures with Christine at cons. They like getting in selfies with Christine. I know Christine seems to be obsessed with Sonic the Hedgehog. I assume to like a pathological degree. And it's funny when someone is a really big fan of something stupid. It is funny. Like, it's funny. Uh, if somebody's a really big fan of uh, My Little Pony and they take it too far. Hysterical. Th- that's funny. <laughs> Brody Con, nonstop yuckle fe- chuckle fest every year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, God, I hope she comes to Brody Con again. I've been told that Christine Weston Chandler may... Have hurt people physically? Oh yeah, uh-huh. There's a num- number of legal uh, inner uh, flirtations with the law oh, that God. we'll get into later. Should I, I should, should I say? But the bottom line is this: this is my this is going to be my this is my hypothesis. I have no data yet. If there was no internet, I wonder if Christine Weston Chandler would be the menace that she is today. Like, I oh no wa- no no, she would be in an institution. There you go. That's where she'd be. There you go. I wonder if the internet acted as a multiplying, like a magnifying, like an amplifying force. Because there's this crazy person who's obsessed with Sonic. And before the internet, if you were a crazy person obsessed with Sonic, I don't know, maybe the people in your town knew about it. And you just jerk off in your basement. You You just jerk off in your basement. But... Something tells me that at some point, Christine Weston Chandler started to get a lot of attention. And then, so she started to do crazier things, getting more attention. And maybe Christine Weston Chandler isn't the kind of person that can distinguish bad attention from good attention. So maybe people are making fun of her, but she sees that as a visibility that she craves and chases with disastrous results. Uh, uh, What do you think of this theory? I think that's great theory. And as we go... Through the timeline of events, I want. I'm interested to see if your opinion changes. <laughs> All right. Well, I've put it off for long enough. All right. Sriracha, how much time did you spend on this dossier you've written? I have an outline here that is four pages long. Okay, and you want to say you probably spent around eight hours on this? Uh, yeah, I have most of it stored right up here in my cranium. But um, here's how we're going to do this today, folks. 
is another another housekeeping thing we need to get out of the way. There is way too much to talk about in one episode. If I could just sit here and talk forever, this episode would be 10 hours long. So I'm thinking we break this up. I'm going to cover the major events that I personally find the funniest. If we skip something that you think is really funny or modern history, we don't we don't get as deep into modern history we like. We will do another episode. I predict this is going to span three episodes. One covering the major events. The second one, we're going to fill in the gaps. And maybe the third one, we talk more in depth about Sonichu because dude Sonichu is really fucking boring you know I really only did agree to do one of these well guess what oh audience you get to vote on your phones if you want to see multiple episodes of this put up a throw up a poll on patreon.com you love democracy right or are you a fucking communist I love democracy you're not supposed to deep throat the boot hysterious <laughs> I am an American I'm a free American I'm also pretty drunk because I need to be I no, remember that. That was fun. Isn't it All great? right. Pour myself another one. Just, oh god. Now let welcome to the wonderful, wacky, weird world of Christine Weston Chandler. <clears throat> so wait, is there any way you could put a little bit of music and right up here like like let me tell you a tale. Let me tell you a tale about a, a sight to see for some and a tragedy too sad to laugh at for others. Zwick, just put in some sort of uh, instrumental only version of Country Roads. February 24th, 1982. Uh, Christopher Weston Chandler is born to Barbara Chandler and Bob Chandler. Uh, Bob, who is deceased now, God bless his soul, he died of a heart attack uh, about a decade ago, I think. Bob was a very accomplished inventor. He had a lot of patents for shit, and he worked for, I think, General Motors or another major company before he retired with a big fat pension. Uh, Barb was drunk. (laughs) had a child from her previous marriage. Chris actually has three half-siblings. Okay. That uh, most of them are very successful. I think two of them are doctors. Like, one is a... His half-sister, I think, is a doctor, like a professor at a university. Like, not a doctor. I'm going to give you a shot doctor, but like a doctor of literature or something. Yeah. And Chris is... A useless doctor. Yeah, exactly. And Chris's (laughs) other brother is an ophthalmologist... I think so. Really exceptionally normal lives, these two are leading. The exception is a gentleman named Cole Smithy, who is uh, Chris's half-brother on his mother's side. Uh, Cole Smithy lives in New York City. Did you know that? I heard, I've heard. Chris, uh, Cole Smithy's one claim to fame is he is a uh, Rotten Tomatoes verified reviewer. And his one claim to fame is that he is the first person to ever give a negative review to Toy Story 3. And I don't know if he's still very proud of that, but everybody called him a fucking asshole. He's kind of a wannabe. He would kill for your Patreon. He had a Patreon up that made like $700 a month where he would go and like drink a beer with you and talk about movies. It was like he really, really wanted... It's like he wanted to be this big film reviewer but he just wasn't talented enough or never got the opportunity is his shtick that he just does like hot takes like if everybody likes something he hates it or did he genuinely not like toy story 3 i think he i don't think that's his hot take i think he genuinely did not like it but i also do not think that he is i think he's one of those guys that is like 
Like, you know those very select group of people, not select, but the, like, rags on and hates the Emoji movie, like, and totally forgets that the context that it's a movie for small children. I think he's one of those. Oh, so he's, like, a kind of like an, would it be fair to call him, like, an like an aggro troll, like a turbo troll? I was going to use the word pedantic asshole, but <laughs> aggro troll works. Okay, I mean, you know, it's not, uh, like, like... Half of the people on YouTube probably made a two-hour video making fun of the Emoji Movie as if it wasn't the world's biggest fish in the world's smallest barrel. Yeah. Whereas we have an Emoji Movie popcorn tub right here. I remember that. It was fine. It was a fine movie. It was was a movie for fucking kids, guys. Chill out. Is that how we spent my 36th or 37th birthday? It was your last birthday. I remember that. I remember remember walking to the... Wait... What year was that? Because I remember us walking to the theater and walking through this like really nice patch of cherry blossoms. Not like our, our local theater we go to now is like full of Muslims. <laughs> you know what? Here's another way you could say that. Our local theater is full of... of di- our local theater is very diverse. Perfect. And there is no alcohol on the block. <laughs> our, our local theater is in a historically Muslim-American part of the world you know the muslims part of fought- the world brooklyn <laughs> yeah brooklyn's in the world muslims fought in the revolutionary war muslims fought with george washington we love our neighbors and we love our movie theater okay there you go okay good i think <laughs> okay. we're safe okay i think we're good our I neighbors are awesome they've never once called the cops on us for smoking drugs in this and if you know we're the problem in this oh, building. we absolutely are i have no there's not a shadow of doubt in my mind except for that that fucking couple up whoever lives up and to the left from us that has been watching the office on loop nonstop for like six, 64 hours i think they might actually be dead <laughs> and their netflix is just go oh my god okay. anyways i digress um cole smithy claims our chris believes that cole smithy is rich to a like Scrooge McDuck level of rich to the point where Chris drew a comic of Cole Smithy shoveling f- money like stacks of money into a fireplace to heat his home. Well, if I can't think of a of a more prestigious and well healed profession than being a film blogger, yeah, really. Um, I f- like uh, okay, so I mean, honestly, having parents named Bob and Barb. That's normal middle America. Uh, out of the four kids, two of them become some kind of doctor. I don't know. One of them is getting into the arts with movie criticism. That all honestly does seem... Yeah, I mean, even Barb's alcoholism, it's like, well, that's, you know, there's a lot of people who secretly drink in America, you know, like... That all seems kind of normal so far. Let's get a little uh, weirder then. Okay. Uh, Cole Smithy claims that Barb uh, beat the shit out of him when growing up. Unfortunately, Uh, that's also very normal in middle America. He also has this very deep hatred for Bob. I cannot off the top of my head remember why, but in some leaked emails, uh, Cole Smithy was like, don't contact me again until that fuck Bob dies. (laughs) Jesus. So I can dance on his grave or something. Okay. He really fucking hated Bob. Uh, Cole Smithy doesn't really have any kind of contact with the rest of his family. Uh, Chris, there are... My personal theory is, out of absolute blue, Chris, a couple years ago, started demanding that Cole Smithy leave New York City and come home to Rutgersville, Virginia. I think that is to take care of Barb, who is very old at this point. She's like in her 80s. She's going to kick it soon. But um, I, my, my personal opinion, I have nothing to back that up except for the fact that it just came out of nowhere and that Barb is looking pretty frail nowadays. Yeah. Okay. 
but I digress. So Chris was born Christopher Weston Chandler. One of the first formative experiences of his life was when he was about 18 months old, he had a babysitter. And uh, a lot of people call this an abusive experience. I don't know if a single isolated incident like this constitutes abuse, but regardless, this person definitely should not have been a babysitter. Um, Chris was 18 months old when Barb and Bob went out on a date and left him alone with a babysitter. Chris wanted to show the babysitter something, but the babysitter was on the phone. Chris interrupts the phone call. The babysitter gets really mad. She drags him off to his room and locks him in his bedroom, like from the outside, to play with his toys. Chris sat there alone crying, and this incident was so traumatic for him, he would refuse to speak for six fucking years. After this incident, he was mute for six goddamn years. He blames this for um, his autism, by the way. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I, I, are we both in agreement that autism is, you know, likely a genetic thing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we are. Genes <laughs> that just express, like, you can't be, like, spooked into autism. <laughs> exactly. That's not how that works at all. <laughs> okay. Look, I also don't know that a babysitter sending you to your room should mute you for six years. Do you think there's anything deeper? Like, I have no doubt that that was traumatic, but... Oh, well, tr- anything could be traumatic, you know? One thing- time I went to try to go see the... the one time I went to go try to see... Uh, oh, it was Toy Story 2, and they started to play uh, some sort of horror movie accidentally. I'm sitting there in the theater for, to watch, try to watch Toy Story 2, and then all of a sudden, like... a bloody crucifix is launched to the screen and i remember hearing the phrase like he came from transylvania and then and then all of a sudden like the film's stopping because i guess somebody realized like uh oh we played like some sort of monster match oh no we played mel gibson's passion of the christ (laughs) when you're supposed to be playing toy story 2 it might have been that the reels look exactly the same i still think about that i mean i don't want to I don't think that was like capital T traumatizing, but I mean, you know, you, any, like any of these, ex- any experience could be bad. Yeah, um, I think unquestionably this did not cause his autism. There was something that this might have triggered it. It definitely triggered fucking something, man, because that's not normal to not speak for six years. That's insane. But the, but here's the thing, though. We have, an, we have unreliable narrators here. I wonder mm. if, I mean, look, if this person didn't speak for six years... Maybe something terrible was happening in the home. Or maybe this person, like, went mute around that time. I mean, if our only narrators of the story are Chris and Barb, I mean, can we take anything they say as fact? All of this is from Chris, by the way. Exactly. All right, well, anyway, keep going. Yeah, Sorry. No, that, so that's the story of that. So uh, after that, Chris has to go to special school. James Madison, I okay. think. Is that the one in Virginia? I'm not sure. Know. Goes to a special speech school. Um couple more incidents happen at this school, maybe hinting towards abuse. Uh, Chandler family decides to sue the Greene County court, uh, not court system, school system, Mm -hmm. when they recommend that Chris be put into a special needs school or an institution. The Chandler family takes this to court, ends up losing. Uh, Bob is a very old-fashioned type of guy and imagines that... uh, psychiatric help has not like they're gonna toss chris in a loony bin 
So he decides that instead of sending Chris to a special needs school, they're just going to move counties. So they move to Rutgersville, Virginia, 14 Branch Lane Court, which is the current Sonichu headquarters. So that's how that came to be. Uh, not a ton of interesting shit, I think, happens the rest of Christian's childhood. Oh, except Leonard Bearstein. We have to talk about this. Leonard Bearstein is, do you remember Chuck E. Cheese? Yes. Uh, you know those terrifying animatronics that they would have? Yes. So Leonard Bearstein was a animatronic bear set up around Christmas time in Chris's local shopping mall, right? <laughs> Leonard has a band that would sing Christmas songs and it was controlled by a human operator behind like a curtain, right? And there was a microphone back there so the bear could talk to people in the audience. Uh, not a ton of people were interested in Leonard Bearstein, but Chris, baby Chris, was fucking fixated on this thing. He would go there frequently and as a result got a lot of attention from this bear because there's nobody else there. One day, the bear asks uh, then Christopher what his name is. Chris says Christopher. The bear mishears him as saying Christian and starts referring to him as Christian. Bob and Chris both see that, or Bob, his father, sees this as like a sign from God because Bob believed that he should have named his child Christian, but negated on at the last minute and went with Christopher. So they got Chris's name legally changed. <laughs> after this incident, from Christopher to Christian. Okay, so the mom's a drunk and the dad listens to a robot bear. Yes. So... I mean, we're already, like, this is all, this gene pool's already dirty. Oh, it's, you know what I mean? It's dirtier than a fucking Exxon spill, bro. It is a mess down there. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, so, well, this explains more than a babysitter locking a kid in his room. Why maybe Chris had, uh, you know, learning issues, uh, maybe was disabled, I can't believe they went to the courts and were like, no, you are sending our our kid to normal school. It's like, how many, just send this kid to a school where there are special doctors and teachers who can take care of him and maybe make sure he doesn't grow up to be the laughing stock of the <laughs> internet. The entire internet, right? Yes. <laughs> All right. So wow, this is terrible. So, but here's what I'm seeing. Go for it. I'm seeing, like, this guy, Bob, who desperately wants his kid to be normal. Absolutely. More than anything. Bob, it's actually pretty sad. Bob made a... The last thing that they saved from... By the way, spoiler alert, their house burns down at some point. It gets rebuilt, but whatever. Yeah. Makes a sign for Chris that was like... Big Chandler, Little Chandler, dreaming of the future. And like, he carved it out of wood and is one of the only things that is left from Bob's legacy. And meanwhile, you can see it in the background of videos when Chris is like dancing around like an idiot with his Sonichu medallions. It's so sad. Okay. I mean, it's just like, so Bob must see Chris's disabilities as somehow a reflection on himself. Bob's like, no, I will go to court to prove that my kid is normal because 
I wouldn't ever have a kid that's not normal because that would mean I'm not normal and I'm normal. I'm Bob. <laughs> I believe that. I, especially in the early years of Christian's life before <laughs> they kind of got used to all these shenanigans and nonsense. Oh God. I mean, again, audience, this is the first I'm hearing about all this. So like, I don't know. This is just my take. All no, right. it's a good take. It's a really good take. All right. So we're going to fast forward to high school because nothing really interesting happens beyond that. So does Chris go to like a... a Traditional public high school? Yes, and he does very well. High school is what Chris recalls as the best years of his life. Wow. He was able to function basically on par with the rest of the students. He went to prom. He even got to dance with one of his female friends at the prom, Tiffany Robinson. (laughs) He had a couple... I don't like that you know Tiffany Robinson's name, because that means that like... Chris or Christine is like stalking and harassing this person to this day. I mean, put out some Facebook statuses. What about it? Who didn't when they were in high school? Uh, I love my friend Jamie. I know I did. Oh, okay. Oh, thank God. Because the way you said Tiffany Robinson made me think like, and then... No, Tiffany Robinson is not a reoccurring character. One night, Chris launched a flaming arrow through Tiffany Robinson's window. God damn it, Tiffany Robinson. So, um, Sonichu. This is the birth of Sonichu. Chris, when he was in 11th grade, I believe, was in a graphic design class. And the assignment was pretty simple. He had to make a album cover. Any kind of CD album cover. But the one stipulation that the teacher had was no copyrighted characters. Interesting. Now, normal people would see an endless possibility opportunities here. No copyrighted characters. That's nothing. Most people could complete this task very, very easily. But Chris had a lot of trouble. With this, because he really, really at this point likes Sonic and Pokemon. So, as a workaround, he creates this abomination. I am showing Asterios. Can you see that? That's. Wait. Okay, hold on. I'm going to have to. These, this is the album cover. It is says Christian's favorite hits. And as you can see in the corner, we have Sonichu. So, is this like the. So is this like the Ten Commandments of Chris Chan lore? Like, this is where this started? This is the genesis. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, this is the first time I've ever seen this. Um, uh, they are using, uh, what's the name of that font? Uh, uh, Comic Sans? Yes, that's correct. Before it could ever be used ironically, okay, the word favorite is, I think that's spelled wrong. Um, Favorite is spelled right. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm thinking of the British way to spell it. Uh, okay, is that a ring of Pokemon? Is that like a Christian halo, but of Pokemon? I believe symbols? that's a fair description. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a there's a there's a Mexican there's a sombrero with a face on it. Uh, okay, look, I I know who Sonichu is. I mean, I. I uh, this I think this is probably the first time I've ever seen Sonichu, but I've heard of Sonichu. It's uh, some sort of mixture of Sonic the Hedgehog and Pikachu. Who the fuck are all these other people? Beats the shit out of me. I have no idea. <laughs> is that Butterfree in the background? It looks like it, but it's probably some like stupid, like great value brand Butterfree because no copyrighted characters. Okay, and is this Chris in the middle? I just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Chris looks so sad. You know what I mean? Like this is your album cover. Chris is surrounded by all of his friends here. I assume this is a school picture. 
Get a retake of your school picture. <laughs> Goddamn right. You know, they let me do multiples because I was blinking a lot. They'd be like, yeah, okay, we'll do another one. Yeah, okay, all right, fine. And they didn't let me do redo my goddamn passport photo. Go back to your chair. Oh, okay. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel like a teacher. Okay, goddamn it. All right, I'm going back to the goddamn chair. I'm not going to like it. So about five months later, uh, Chris Chan, after this album comes out, this is the genesis of Sonichu. This is where he had the idea for Sonichu. May I say something about this before you continue? Of course. I kind of like the rebellion here. <laughs> what do you mean? Because it's like his teacher's like, no copyrighted character. So he's like, well, fuck it. I'll make my own character out of two copyrighted characters that is my own original creation. I mean, the way like satire and fair use works is if you change enough of it, it's yours. Like, that's why rappers are allowed to sample. Like, the concept of, like, rappers using samples went to the Supreme Court. Really? Yeah, and the Supreme Court was like, well, that's transformative use, so you're allowed to use it. You know, the same thing with the news. Like, the news can play a clip of of the Big Bang Theory from last night without paying royalties because they then comment on it. It's wait, commentary. Wait, so you're allowed to sample a song and then sell it? I thought you couldn't profit off it. It has to be transformatively used. Like... For example, you can't just, like, take the... Uh, for example, Vanilla Ice just took the bass line from Under Pressure and rapped over it. That's not very transformative. But, like, if a rapper samples another rapper's hooks and then creates this whole new... Cra- it, it has to be different enough, is yeah, the idea. But, okay, so there's a trend now of, like, rappers taking like it'll start with an introduction of another song but they don't transform the actual piece of track they just stick it in there and then rap over it isn't that not is that how does that how is that transformative it's just playing the clip in its entirety and then melding it together with another song i mean like it's case by case I think the percentage is like it has to be like 15% different or 50% different. There's some sort of like percentage of creative use that is that is a legal standard. Okay, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't give a shit. It has nothing to do with what we're talking well, about. No, but it's just here's what this is why I'm talking about it. I kind of like that this dude gave the finger to his teacher and was like, fuck you. You don't tell me what to do. I made my own guy. His name's Sonichu. Fuck off. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Oh, you're going to love the rest. If you love ripping off plot lines, you're going to love the rest of you? Let me tell you. But okay. So um, I'm going to take a brief detour because about five months later, Chris creates a shitty WordPress site and starts uploading Sonichu comics. Okay. I'm going to take a brief detour to talk to the in-canon story about how Sonichu came to be because most of Sonichu is incredibly boring. It has nothing to do with Sonichu himself. It's all about Chris's life. And a lot of Sonichu involves real-life people from Chris's life who we have not introduced yet. So explaining the major plot points of Sonichu will not make any goddamn sense unless I go deeper into Chris's, like, dating history and going to college and stuff like that. This is why Sonichu needs to be a whole nother episode beyond this because so many things... Things are happening at once and concurrently like Chris will be dating or flirting with an internet troll and then that will make appearances in the comic. So it's 
kind of impossible to talk about both things at the same time without confusing the shit out of someone who's never heard of this before. But I digress. Okay, so here's the in-canon story of how Sonichu came to be. <laughs> and so much of Sonichu is retconned. By the way, if you don't know what that means, it means Chris wrote the plot and then went back in later issues and added elements that were kind of not there before. Yeah, it's like retroactive continuity, retcon. Right. Okay. So there was a battle at Station Square, which is a town in a Sonic game. Okay. And for whatever fucking reason, Pikachu is there. And they are battling a giant monster that is destroying Sonic's town. And Sonic and Pikachu are both battling this thing, but kind of not on the same wavelength. Sonic, who is going super fast, smashes into Pikachu, who is also going super fast. And it transforms the Pikachu into, like, it takes on Sonic's characteristics and a giant rainbow explodes out from this. And that is how Sonic Chu came to be, was the two high speeds, like, smashed into one another and then their DNA melded together. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, I absolutely buy that. Makes much more sense than <laughs> you thought it would, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does, because, I, I don't know, like... That happens in movies all the time. Like, in Weird Science, uh, lightning strikes a computer that's hooked up to a porno magazine, and it makes a lady reel. Like, it, it fucking... Did. It fucking uh, Pet Cemetery, which is written by Stephen King, who uh, people consider to be, like, one of the greatest writers of our time. I don't know. It doesn't, like, lightning strike a old Indian burial ground, and that's why all the pets come back to life? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. For some reason in fiction... You tell me lightning strikes it, and I'll believe whatever you have to say next. Here's my question, though. Go ahead. So, okay. So, now, so is there now no Sonic and no Pikachu? No, there's there is a Sonic, but there is no Pikachu. Now, that's what I thought you were saying, because you said it turned the Pikachu into Sonic. Why is Sonic still around? Why isn't there also still a Pikachu around? That's a great question. So anyways, when the rainbow explodes... One more question. <laughs> yeah? Is this Ash's Pikachu, or is no, this, this just, just... I think this just is just a Pikachu. a Pikachu, because you don't see Ash in the comic. Okay. Okay. Because there's more Pikachus. But it's like an intelligent Pikachu, whatever. Well, I mean... Wait, what? Wait, what do you mean? You mean it's... When you say it's... Do you mean it's it like, doesn't have a trainer, but it still knows that it needs to defend the city. So it's like a self-taught Pikachu. Yeah. I like that. So this is, all right, okay, but still, there's only one Sonic, <laughs> and there's a lot of Pikachus in the world. I'm surprised that there's now two Sonics and only one Pikachu. Anyway, please continue. So we need to, uh, when they smash into each other, a giant rainbow shoots rainbow. out of it. Right. Now, this was all retconned, but what I'm about to say was all retconned. But when this rainbow exploded out, a, a bunch of eggs were laid across the universe. And these became the major characters in the Sonichu universe. So we have Sonichu, obviously, who... In the world of Sonichu, I'm a hidden, like, need-to-know points about the Sonichu universe. So the world of Sonichu is called Quickville. CWCville, Christian Western Chandler. Okay. Still, right? Chris is the mayor. There are no elections. Yes. <laughs> like the Vladimir Putin... Uh, eternal mayor of Quickville. Sure. Okay. Uh, all of uh, the Sonichus call him dad for some reason. Wait, all of the Sonichus? Oh, shit. Okay, we got to cover that first. All right, so there's Sonichu, 
And then there was also Rosichu. And when they smashed into each other, I guess an egg was laid. And that egg hatched into Rosichu. Now, I know what you're thinking. Rosichu is like Amy Rose. It's the female like love interest for Sonichu. That naturally just makes sense, right? That is literally what I thought. Or maybe that Rose... The isn't there like some kind of rose Pokemon? Um, you would be logical in thinking that, but that is not correct. Rosa Chu is the first Rosa Chu, but like her name is Rosa Chu, but Rosa Chu is also a species. Like Sonics, Sonichus are a species, and Rosa Chu is what you call a female Sonichu. It's like peacock and peahen. Yeah, like chickens and roosters. Okay. Yeah, okay. But this one's name is just Rosa Chu, so it's like naming your human child girl, <laughs> pretty much. Right. Right. Um, okay. So, Sonichu explodes. There's eggs all over. One of the eggs hatches into Rosa Chu. Rosa, right. Rosa Chu is just a female Sonichu. Yes. Okay. And this was also, what I'm about to say was also retconned later. The rainbow also laid a number of other eggs that would then hatch and become what is called the chaotic combo, which are other sonichus. There is five main in total, and then one that is starts out evil, but then ends up, I think, joining the good guys side. There's Punchy Sonichu, who is a fighting type of Sonichu, like a um, fighting Pokemon Sonichu. Uh-huh. There's Bubbles. Rosa Chu. She her only personality trait is that she's dumb as rocks, and she's a combination of Sonic and Asmeral. You know that little round plush little Pokemon that's got the little tail it goes. Meh! You sent me one last week. It's um, blue. Oh, the little blue guy with like he's tiny and he makes you yeah okay yeah, yeah the yeah, evolved yeah. form of that. That is what Bubbles is. It's Sonichu and also that. I know what you're thinking. How, if it was just a Pikachu and a Sonichu that collided into each other, how are these creating other Pokemon? Well, that's a great question. So, Blachu is the next Sonichu. That is supposed to be a Shadow the Hedgehog XP, I think. XP? Yeah. What does that mean? It means it's like a, it's supposed to be Shadow the Hedgehog without calling it Shadow the Hedgehog. Like, okay, like a Shadow the Hedgehog analog. Yeah, exactly. I've never heard the word XP. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe no, that's I mean, just I'm a not, stupid internet shit. I'm not trying to attack you. I just, it's just, what? I mean, if I'm teach- teachers aren't supposed to just be throwing around terminology you don't know, so. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, it, uh, Black, Blachu's original name was just Black Sonichu, but Chris eventually renamed it to Blake, I guess, to sound less racist, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. And then there is Angelica Rosichu, and Angelica is dating uh, Punchy Sonichu. Angelica is Rosichu's whole thing that she's Catholic, and she has, like, Catholic powers or something. Really? Yeah, uh-huh. She is in Halo and wings, and she looks like a little angel. Okay. Um... Black Black Sun Blachu and Angelica <laughs> secret relationship with one another. It's secret in name only. Like all the other Sonichus in canon know that they are dating, but they <laughs> hide it and then go off and fuck. And immediately everybody 
is like it's so cute that they're hiding their relationships and i know what you're thinking is there hardcore porn inside of you and the answer is yes we will be getting to that soon and finally i was not thinking that <laughs> the fifth uh chaotic combo member is magi-chan magi-chan is the best freaking character in the entire sanji canon magi-chan i believe is a pun on the word magician like magician magi-chan it is a very real possibility that chris thinks magician and magi-chan rhyme <laughs> because chris is not not good with the clever word play <laughs> okay so Magi Chan. So is, so is this not a Sonichu? Is it, it? They're all Sonichus. Okay. Of the, like, Sonichu is the umbrella of race. Right. And then they are all Sonichus. Okay, so it, but so is it like a Magikarp Sonichu? Or? No, Magi Chan is this omnipotent god that has is probably unquestionably the most powerful character in the entire series. Magi Chan can transport himself anywhere. Magi Chan can open portals to different universes and send people there. Magi Chan is so powerful that he can look in all of Quickville at once to make sure that nobody is engaging in gay sex. <laughs> that becomes wait, relevant later. Wait. Hang on, wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Really? Yeah, really. Homosexuality is a very harshly punished crime in Quickville. Okay. Superman can do that. Like, <laughs> Superman has this thing where, like, Superman can, like, use his x-ray vision to kind of, like, look at all of Metropolis at once and make sure, like, nobody's dying. Superman's super hearing means, that, like, Superman is constantly hearing people crying for help. And, like, so Superman eventually, like, has to learn to, like, tune out... The world so that Superman doesn't go crazy. Yeah, Magi-chan is basically the Superman of this universe, but no, the most hysterical part is no one takes him fucking seriously. <laughs> so funny. Here's an example, right? So the sixth Sonichu We've egg. moved off of the gay sex thing too fast. What I was going to say is that Superman doesn't use his powers to make sure that nobody's having gay sex. <laughs> How am... So is this like a Christian comic? Yes, for the longest time, Christian was very, very, uh, I wouldn't say a devout Christian, but really fucking hated gays. Like, and that is a running theme. We're the, keep, keep your hand on that thread because we're gonna, we're gonna come back and sew with it later. All right. Last question before we move on. So I'm guessing Christian or Christian, I'm guessing Christian gets this from his parents, like, or his parents crazy religious people i have no idea okay if you don't know nobody does No, i mean i don't i i don't think so just okay. because he hasn't said anything about it but fuck me if i know where the hell because you have to be taught this like did chris chan go to catholic school or was chris chan at a he went to church a lot g growing up like oh. his youth group was the first kind of social thing he got kicked out of when people started what? learning about the the events that will later unfold okay because it's because like no 11th grader you gotta you have to encounter that like somebody has to all right sorry i'm i'm just trying to understand like the pathology of this guy please continue i apologize okay, for slowing so this down the most fucking hysterical thing about these comics is the only part of sonichu that is fucking funny is that magician is basically god in this universe is so powerful but nobody fucking cares like here's an example the sixth sonichu egg lands on the goddamn moon 
for whatever reason. And out hatches Silvana Rosachu. And Silvana is a, um, what is it called when you have both sets of genitalia? Oh. Hermaphroditic? Hermaphroditic. So Silvana is a hermaphroditic <laughs> Sonichu that comes down to Earth. And just to fuck with people, she can also, like, transform herself into different beings. She's like Ditto. She can make herself look like. So she transforms herself into Bubbles. And fucks Bla- Blake, the black son, too, because they're in a relationship, and her genitals are poisonous. So she paralyzes him, and then just for shits and gigs, she transforms herself into Blake and goes to try and fuck uh, the real Bubbles. And Magic Chan sees this, his omnipotent uh, third eye, and he sends a telepathic message to Bubbles. She's like, Bubbles, I need to warn you. Um, Blake is going to come to you and he's going to try to have sex with you, but it's not Blake. It is an imposter. And if you fuck this person, then you are, you'll be paralyzed because this person has poisonous genitals. And Bubbles is basically like, fuck off, magic shit. I want to fuck my wife. And she does. (laughs) She's straight up just like, no, fuck you, magic Jan. I don't give a shit. Okay. There... There's a missing piece here. What's up? Okay, because look, you started with Chris was told to make art for a school project. Like three minutes later, you're telling me about like a hermaphroditic. Like, <laughs> did this, did Sonichu start to develop these like highly sexual and religious elements gradually? We're, uh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I cut you off. How do we go from a, album cover to an intersexed uh, like rapist like like what the, yeah it is rape it pretty much is I rape. Mean, I'm, we're missing you you understand you know what i'm saying here right yes um sonichu started out the first three issues of sonichu are about sonichu they're okay. doing, it's like a sailor moon type of deal in that they have a monster of the week that they need to defeat and they use their powers and defeat them the Chaotic combo does not come in until the third issue. And okay. at this point, the issue is the Sonichu is still about Sonichu, you know? Sonichu's the main character, should I say. In each of these issues, excuse me, there is a bonus episode included with each one that is basically just about Christian's life. And we'll start on that in the next section. My next section is titled Love Quest slash Trolls. So that's where we're going to start. But after the third issue is when Sonichu starts really going off the rails and just being about Christian's life. Okay. And this is why Sonichu needs its own episode is because after the first three episodes, then there are a bunch of episodes just about Chris and like the stupid shit that trolls are doing to him. And then people start at this point more people are paying attention to his comics, so people start criticizing him. So what he does is he puts himself into a time void, which is like a he's trapped between time and space, so he's not in the comic, and that's when just the Sonichus are doing stupid shit, like raping each other. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm still missing a lot, but... Let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. First three issues. Just, I'm sorry. I need one or two, one or two more questions. Yeah. <laughs> How long are these? How are they presented? Are they uploaded to the internet? When are they uploaded to the internet? And then when do people find out about this? In order, ready, shotgun round. 
Uh, each one is about 40 pages long. What? They are made with crayons and text is inserted in paint afterwards. They oh. are uploaded to Chris Chan's website that I told you about. The yeah, it's CW- a WordPress site. Yeah, uh-huh. And they are now all archived on a website called the Quickipedia, CWCEpedia. Okay, I'm sorry if I'm if I'm jumping ahead. Like, actually, I mean, cut this out if I'm jumping ahead. Like, um, but how does this go from a thing that a kid did in his 11th grade music class to maybe fuck with his teacher to how does the internet find out about this? A 4chan. And we'll talk about that very soon. I promise you. I promise you. You're close. Okay. You're not jumping too far ahead. You're very close. All right. Because okay. I know I, I, I'm sorry to throw off this path. It's just... This is a lot to take in. Criticism plays a very big role in the shaping of the Sonic 2 canon, whether or not Chris wants to admit it or not. So anyways, so Chris uh, graduates high school. Graduation for him was a very sad event because he had a lot of friends in high school. He didn't have, I, I mean, did you have a weird kid in your high school? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there was some kid with a weird name who maybe looked uh, different than everyone else and, you know, probably had like a passion for the arts and, you know, maybe that kid got tea. Yeah, I'm sure there was somebody. So Chris had a group of friends called the Gal, he would call him his Gal Pals. And they hung out with him. They went to his birthday party. They kind of let him hang around with them at school. But then after he graduated, they all kind of lost touch, as you do after high school. Oh, I mean, you've said that Chris went to college. Yes, Chris went to uh, PVCC, which is something Virginia Community College. I don't remember what the first letter is. I'm sure I'm going to get absolutely raked across the coals in the comments for that. I want to tell you something about you. What? You... Are present there is an undercurrent of anxiety in the way you're presenting this, and I don't mean that to be mean. I can tell you're trying really hard to get all these facts perfect because if you don't, you'll get called out on it. No, because dude, this is all coming off the dome. Like, back me up on this. I got an outline, but I'm only referencing it occasionally. I don't have specific dates and references here. This is all coming off my head. So I'm sorry to all the hardcore Christian fans that I'm... I'm sure I'm fucking something up somewhere. But this is the thing. and It's not really a criticism to you. It's like, so this is like some sort of weird internet meta-religion where if you did happen to get a date wrong or something... People would call you on it. I mean, I think that's just being a woman on the internet, but... <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Actually. Actually. It is easier to... It is easier to... to uh, actually, he made the album when he was in his first year at college. Actually. I mean, the thing is, like, I'd be afraid to correct a man. What if he hurt me? But, like, a woman, I could take on all my frustrations on her. Yeah, what she's going to do, throw a tampon at me? Yeah, exactly. I, ew, wait, I don't want that. Okay, I'm so sorry. So, Christian goes to PV, PVCC. The dean of PVCC is named Mary Lee Walsh. Remember that name? It becomes very important later on. <laughs> Damn it. Um, so, Chris goes to a marketing class from from influence from his dad, Bob, but eventually switches over to computer-aided drafting and design. Okay. Also known as CAD CAM. Yeah. He starts a degree there, and he's doing pretty well, but over time, he gets very, very lonely. Chris then begins what Christorians refer to as either a sweetheart search or a love quest. You made a very weird face right there. Go ahead. This is... So, like, 
an hour in is when you're going to drop the word Christorians. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, it's just people that catalog Chris's life. It's not well, important. Isn't that the name of the show? Christory with Sriracha and Asterios or Christorians? You want to call it that? That's the first I've ever heard this title. I Well, I, I'm just saying that's a that's like the perfect word for what you are. You are a Christo... Listeners... I've known Sriracha now for about four years. She keeps trying to tell me about this Chris Chan guy. Oh, man. Wait till we get to the Russell Greer canon. I know that shit like the back of my fucking hand. I was going to say that if we're going to do multiple episodes of this Chris thing, I don't feel like I should also be subjected to Russell Greer shit. Bullshit. Kill yourself. <laughs> That's what the people want. Right. I'm the woman of the people. I'm like uh, Ava Laron. Wait, what? Ava Perone? Ava Perone. That's what I was- did you I came mix from the Ava people. Perone and Yves Saint Laurent? <laughs> I came from the people, and I will give them what they want. Okay, well, you should cry for me, audience Tina. This is... Oh, okay, okay. Cad. Uh, Cad is a Listen, good Listen, that was a really high-level reference, so I feel like I should get points, even though I fucked the name I'll up. give you... Okay, you have five for... Spe- Look, Cad is a good skill to learn. I, I, they tried to teach me con- computer-assisted drafting in high school... I was just no good at it. I don't I, even know what it is. What is it? It's, I mean, I, all I know from it is what they try to teach me in high school. It's like, it's a way to make like blueprints and designs for buildings and electrical grids. And like you, it's a way to make like useful shit. Oh, that's awesome. My brother probably can do that. Yeah, he probably can. My brother's a welder. Nobody that knows. Anyways, uh, so Christian switches over to uh, CAD CAM in okay. major. And slowly gets more and more lonely. So Chris Chan then embarks on what a lot of people refer to as either the sweetheart search or the love quest. Love quest is a term used to refer to Chris's never ending search for a girlfriend. It continues to this day. And Chris believes that when at this point in time, Chris believes that when he loses his virginity, all of his problems will be solved, and he it, love will be a magical force like you see in movies. Like you will fuck someone, and then immediately become a different person, and you are whole, and you will be with this person forever. <laughs> Chris is a thirty-seven-year-old virgin. Not at this point. Okay, but he—I mean—he did lose his virginity to a prostitute, but that's probably going to be the second episode. <laughs> oh. Oh, we haven't even gotten to the real gross stuff yet. That's very comforting. Okay, uh, so so Chris, so so Chris, Chris starts is, to love chat. Chris is at college, and Chris starts to love quest. All right. So his theory for how he could get a girl, right? Like, how will girls know if you're looking for a boyfriend if you don't tell them? So what his solution was is the attraction sign. So the attraction sign is a sign that Chris created. It is neon and made out of... Do you remember that shit that used to make like poster boards? Poster yeah. board is what it's called. A neon pink poster board. And I will read it to you now. He would sit out in public with the attraction sign. And it says, uh, 21 and single, white male, shy, smart, young at heart, computer skilled, humorous, a great thinker, a go-getter, natural salesperson, enjoys good parts of life, diplomatic, friendly, loves his family, peaceful, very creative, he's lonely. <laughs> Ooh, 
That is what he says about himself. And then he has uh, what he's looking for underneath it. Seeking a cute 18 to 21 single female companion. 18 to 21 years of age. Does not already have a boyfriend. Single. Average to slender weight slash body type. White. Lives in Charlottesville, no, Rutgersville area. No, 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 no. You can't just go over. You can't just speed <laughs> over that. White. White. I mean, this was early 2000s. Come on. That it doesn't matter what year it is. So, like, this is a person who's just like going out and saying, like, I refuse to date any person of color. Oh, you're gonna love the next couple few then. <laughs> no. White lives in Charlottesville, Rutgersville area. Does not smoke or drink alcohol. Happy, positive personality. Average to high income. Drives a vehicle. Does not have autism, high functioning or otherwise, and no other mental disorders. <laughs> Which is funny because Chris self-identifies as having high-function autism. <laughs> right, which is a self-hating behavior. Um, I it, no, go ahead. I just want to point this out. Um, something that we've started doing lately is like, we're telling listeners, like, send us your dating profiles and we'll help you fix it up. At least the first half of that, where Chris talks about himself. It's better than half the profiles we see. <laughs> it's better than most of the profiles we see. Can you read through that one more time? Just the good stuff? A 21 single white male. A shy, smart, young at heart, computer skilled. Humorous. A great thinker and go-getter. Natural salesperson. Enjoys good parts of life. I don't know what the fuck but, that means. I, but you know what? It's hard to argue with that. I enjoy the, I enjoy the, the finer things in life. Or I, That's think true. or I think life's great. I think there's a lot of good in life, and I'm out to enjoy it. Young, thinker, a go-getter. Loves his family. Loves his family. This is all good. Until the lonely part, that's all. Listeners, just steal this stuff and put it in just your dating profile. Just copy and paste it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, this is pretty good. Okay. If any men read this huge sign, mind your own business. And to all men with girlfriends, except married and blacks, go jump off a cliff. Have a nice day. <laughs> that is the end of the sign. Oh, yeah. Also, Chris hates black people. Or he did at this point in his life. Where Which is, is weird because after a while, he drew a pornographic comic with himself fingering an African-American woman. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, where? <laughs> so, where... Did Chris put this poster board? He would sit out in the middle of his college. No. Yes. <laughs> with the poster board. And also sometimes at the ball. <laughs> no. Obviously, this created a disturbance on campus. And someone complained to the dean, Mary Lee Walsh. Uh, Mary Lee Walsh calls Chris into her office and tries to explain to him why he cannot have this sign out. Because it was disturbing female students and others. And Chris summons a Chrissy Hamiha upon Mary Lee Walsh. A, you know, Dragon Ball? Yeah, the Kamehameha. Kamehameha. Yeah, it's basically that, except Chris, it's a screaming motion where Chris says, Chrissy Hamiha, like they do in the Dragon Ball Z. Except he does it in real life and there is no power behind it. So Chris screamed that at Mary Lee Walsh, who justifiably decided that Chris was not in the correct mental state to be attending uh, Piedmont, Virginia, Virgi Community College. <laughs> yes, nailed it! Piedmont, Virginia Community College and ordered him to take a year sabbatical and anger management classes, and he could not come back until he finished those. Quick context for our listeners. Yeah. 
Chris and I were both born in 1982. So. Why are you the same age? Look yeah. at you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, actually, Chris is a little older than me because I was born a couple months later. Um, I'm telling you right now, like, when I was in college, which was the year 2000, like, you couldn't just have a sign that talked about how, how black people aren't, how you don't want to talk to black people. Like, Yo, I went to a fucking liberal girls' school. You could have gotten the shit kicked out of you in my college with that side. Yeah, it, exactly. Or you would have gotten a very aggressive think piece written about you. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I know that we probably have some younger listeners. Like, at no point was this cool. Just putting that out there. You can't have this sign. Except marrieds and blacks. Oh, God. Blacks. Yeah, it's also got Sadichu drawn on it. What? Just his little head. In Wait, the corner. do you have a picture of this sign? Yeah, I do. You want to see it? Yes, I want to. God damn it, Sriracha. You've had this. Of course I do. I don't know what you have on your goddamn. Oh. I've noticed you pulled your penis out for this section. <laughs> I have not done that. Uh, what's the arrow? That oh. is pointing towards him. Oh, if any men, if any men read this huge sign, mind your own business. Well, the arrow could also be like get lost. Wait, is there any context around Sonichu being on this thing? Like, no. It, okay, so so listeners, there's Sonichu is in the middle of this thing. At no point is there a thing where it's like this is Sonichu. Sonichu is my creation. I'm an artist. It's and it's just- in the section titled Seeking a Cute 18 or 21 Single Female Companion. So that implies that he wants to fuck a Sonichu, which he does, by the way. Spoiler alert. I will say this. That is not a... That's that's a better Sonichu than I can draw. And I also like the border of this poster. He drew like a pink border with like these fun little purple curly cues. I mean, this writing looks insane. It sure would catch my attention. Yeah, but the the art the those are cute little hearts. This is what I'm saying. Like Chris's ability to render text that doesn't look like it was written by a serial killer is non-existent. I don't mind some of those design elements. Yeah, well, Mary Lee Walsh did, and she kicked him out of college. Eventually, he did return, and he did get his degree, so he's got more of a degree than Maddox, and he's a deranged maniac. Holy shit. <laughs> right? That's the... Okay. Sidebar. I'm now uh, having fun again. Sidebar, that... What was the... What the fuck was that math test that Maddox had to take to graduate? Because I'm pretty sure I also had to take... It was the GREs, right? No, the GREs are what you have to take to graduate from high school if you no, don't No, that's the go- SATs. That's the, no, you're thinking of the SAT and also the, no, you're wrong. Oh, you're no, wrong. I'm thinking of the GED. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't know. It's weird. I never had to take a math test to graduate from college. Like, uh, I, there was no math required. Well, I, that is very confusing to me that, like, there was, like, a math test that you had to take to graduate from college. I'm guessing that he had to pass a math class, and not passing a required math course is why he didn't graduate. I mean, I had to. I don't think you're right, because I did, was not even a math major, and I had to take this test. It was huh. kind of a... <laughs> I don't know if I, but then again, I don't know if I had to, I think the rules were you had to take this test and if you got at least a 150 on it or something, 
then you were good. And then if you failed, you also you had to do some kind of community project or something, which is weird because everybody had to take it. And it was a very bizarre math test, too. It wasn't like, here are the skills you need to... It wasn't like, add one plus five equals question mark. It was those weird, wordy questions, like the... LSATs like if Timmy can only go to the store on Monday and Friday and Sally only goes to the store with Jimmy and Jimmy only goes on Wednesdays then what day can it was like weird questions like that so logic yeah yeah uh-huh well look this was just my experience I went to college in Boston I went to film school <laughs> yeah I know you uh, know what oh yeah tell me more about your film degree daddy Sriracha is pretending to masturbate, actually very graphically. Like I'm not going to describe what's happening right now, listeners. <laughs> but like, th- what she's doing is more disgusting you than can, funny. You can go home. You can sleep at night knowing that it's gross. That was that was wow. Okay. Um. Here's how. Here's how I went in my college because I got over a 650 on the math SATs. At, it was graded, the SATs were graded 800 points total for math, 800 points total for English. But in my college, if you got above 650, you ha- that fulfilled your math requirement. And you ha- so I didn't have to take a single math class degree or math test or anything. We had that too. And we also had that. Did you have that with foreign language too? Or yes. was that? We did that. And oh my God, it was the funniest thing ever because we, uh, we had orientation day and everybody sat there and I, I took like du- dummy Spanish in yeah. high school. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and they were like, you can pick Spanish or French or you can request another language. Nice. And I'm seeing them like, what the fuck? So I go over to the teacher and I'm, I'm sitting here like fully prepared to fail this exam because I suck at Spanish. And I go up thing. I'm like, hey, can I get a Japanese one? And they were like, yeah, sure. And they just produced a Japanese test for me. I'm like, fuck yeah! <laughs> and I fucking nailed it. So that's how I cheated my way through not having to take a language course in college. That's not cheating. That's not cheating. You weren't raised in Japan. Like I live there. That's absolutely cheating. That's not. That's absolutely not cheating. Don't you think your college wants... It's like... The idea behind a language requirement is that they want to make sure that you've been exposed to another culture, which you were, which you proved by passing that Japanese test. For a listener who don't know, Sriracha is a fluent Japanese speaker who also taught Japanese in college. I lived there for a while when I was in high school because my parents worked for the embassy. Yeah. So, uh, for those of you that don't know, when your parents work for the embassy and they decide to station you somewhere where the native language is not English, you have to go to special school where it's just you and your brother and they teach you, you're required one hour of English, you're required one hour of math, and then just six hours of language practice. You got taught six hours of Japanese. Dude, it was fucking disgusting. That's why I'm historically retarded. Like, I don't know the dates of anything. Like, there's this meme going around, the dick show meme, where it's like, ask your girlfriend what year the Civil War started. I have no idea, because there's this giant hole in my memory where I did not take history classes at all, because California doesn't require it. There's a meme going around where it's like, ask your girlfriend when the Civil War... It's like, that's what Dude, the internet's Dude, I don't know. I genuinely have no idea. Look. It's just a hole in my... I, ma- I feel like I have an excuse, though. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know when the Civil War... Like, knowing years... What was it, 1870? 
Something I, in the 1800s, it right? It was in the 1800s. Like, like, knowing specific years is like fucking, it's like masturbation. Like, who gives a fucking shit? I, look, I know when, I don't know when, I'm guessing World War Two. I'm going to guess all of them, ready? Okay. Civil War, I'm going to say 1860. I'm going to say 1865. World War I, 1910. I'm going to say 1919. Started. I'm going to say that World War II started in 1939. I'm going to say World War II started in 1944. Okay, I'm going to say the Vietnam, what do you got? 1960. I'm going to say 1960. I'm going to say 1969. 1969. What's the other? Korea? 19. I'm going to say 1951 for Korea. 1970. For Korea. Dude, I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. Iraq, 2005. I think Iraq was probably 2001 because that's what 9-11 was. I'm close enough. (laughs) Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. We're close enough. Like, I don't know what all the state capitals are either. And by the way, if you know what all the state capitals are, good for you. ask me any state capitals. Okay, Indiana. Indianapolis. Okay, um, uh, I don't know, uh, 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 Rhode Island. Shit, I knew this at one point. No, I don't know Rhode Island. Isn't it? Doesn't it begin with a P? Provincetown? Providence. Providence? Yeah, yeah. Providence. Man, I don't know, Maine. Annapolis. Really? Yes. I would have guessed Bangor. 100%. Pick one more. All right, and uh, New York. Albany. Okay, that's a very funny way to pronounce Albany. Is that not right? Yeah, nailed it. Okay. You're, you got moves. Yeah, no, uh, I, I no, dude, I do have this totally, like, gigantic crater in my brain where history knowledge should be. I have no idea. That's what the internet is for. Oh, and by the way, everyone's always like, those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. Everybody, we all learn the same shit, and we're all still making the same dumb mistakes. Yeah, shut up, dummy. You're a data analyst. You yeah. gotta work. <laughs> exactly. All right. Anyway, so wait. So where the fuck were we? I don't even remember. I mean, you told me that Chris eventually went back to college. Did he go back to that college? Yes. So Mary Lynn Walsh let this crazy guy back into college? He went to anger management. He's fine. Okay. He graduated. Whatever. That's all that matters. So while this is all going on, Chris begins his love quest on the internet. And he starts to get attention from a... Website called Encyclopedia Dramatica. Oh, no. Do you know what that is? Unfortunately, I do. Tell the audience. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Encyclopedia Dramatica is some kind of Wikipedia, but for 90s internet 1.0 bullshittery. Like, I'm sure there's an Encyclopedia Dramatica article about something awful and about... YGMND. Yeah, Low Tax is definitely on there. I'm sure Low Tax is on I think Maddox is too. Oh, I've seen Maddox's Encyclopedia Dramatica page. It's gigantic. And I I think my name is in it. I think it might be. Hang on, let's look it up. Oh, God. Um, Keep going, though. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I can't imagine anything more Internet 1.0 than whatever this Sonichu bullshit is. I mean, this Sonichu bullshit seems right up there with Mr. T ate my balls and all your base are belong to us. Yeah, Encyclopedia Dramatica is a website that just makes fun of people on the internet. It's very, very full of pejoratives. Yeah, I don't like the words they use. Yeah, they use a lot of naughty words to make fun of people. But, um, oh, here we go. Maddox Encyclopedia Dramatica. George Ozonian... <laughs> Oh my god, it's got the cuck, the cuck duck 
flapping in the corner. Excellent. Maddox, <laughs> the front page just says, Maddox lost. Lo, 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 lo. I'm going to control F, Asterios. <laughs> oh, this is in the lawsuit. Uh, Maddox says Asterios doxed his girlfriend while also saying he accused his girlfriend of doxing him. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Uh, some more stuff. Dick and Asterios may or may not be the father of Mad Cucks, making Mad Cucks the first butt baby. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else here. Maddox, even though his first one was cucked by Asterios, decided to make a second bonus app. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. Wow. You're welcome for introducing you to this, whatever the fuck this is. Dear Lord in heaven. Oh, my God. They got a bunch of uh, screenshots from Ooga Booga or clips from Ooga Booga. That's great. I should go back and watch that at some point. I've never seen it. Have you? No, I've never seen the... Never seen the scene from a horror film where the guy who sued me and got me fired from my job. I figured you'd have seen a- it before he sued you. Weren't you friends with him at some point? I don't re- Can we? Does this? Can we focus on one internet moron at a time? Yeah, please? I don't remember what we were talking about. Hang on. Oh, okay. So Encyclopedia Dramatica at this point gets hold of his comics, his website. Somebody just stumbles upon it and posts uh, links to it on 4chan. Okay. People start making fun of it. And then Encyclopedia Dramatica people get a hold of it and make a page. Uh, Encyclopedia Dramatica has been a pretty uh, hostile thorn in Chris's side his entire life. Wait, you mean, are you telling me that uh, Encyclopedia Dramatica isn't a loving and supportive group of, of uh, <laughs> well-meaning individuals? I'm saying Encyclopedia Dramatica really found Chris's hot button issue at this point, which was being called gay. <laughs> oh. So, for some reason, they just stumbled upon uh, the fact that Chris fucking hates to be called gay and hates the insinuation that his characters are gay. So, naturally, as soon as they discovered this, Chris stumbles upon the Encyclopedia Dramatica page and makes a video just raging at the people that made this, thinking that he was just, like, misunderstood. It's like, please take your webpage down, take it down, and also m- remove all the references to my characters being gay because they're not gay. But uh, naturally, this didn't fucking work. So what they do is they double down and they draw a lot more photo drawings of Sanchu and Rosa Chu depicting them as either gay or transgender. Another thing that Chris fucking hates. So to counteract this... Chris decides to release a series of five nude photos, not of himself, but drawn photos, or I guess photos is the wrong word, five drawing of his characters engaged in sexual acts to prove that they are straight cis het sonichus. Is this the first time that there's been like nudity and sex in the Yes. Ca- the first, but very much not the last. Oh, no. Okay. Oh. I would like to show you a few pictures, Asterios. And if we make it through this, we can watch How to Put a Bird to Sleep. It's a very it's very cute. It's a cockatoo. And someone gently scratches his little head until he goes to sleep. It's so cute. Come on. You have to. This is... <sighs> okay. <laughs> this is... I'm telling you right now, we're ending the episode after this. Okay, deal. 
And the next we will go forth on. Wait, we got to do one more section and then we'll be done because this won't make sense. I'm leading right into something. I'm an entertainer who's serious. You can't put me in a box. I'm getting up. So this is our this is our first picture. No. This is hedgehogs in love. As you can see, this is a. Uh, can you describe what you're viewing no. on the screen right now? No. <laughs> no. What's happening up there in the corner? Oh, that's their clothes. Their clothes are on the ground. Uh, Sauna Chu is no fucking Rose Chu in the. I believe what is this? The missionary position. Is it still missionary if her legs are hanging off the bed? No, it's not. That's not the missionary position. <laughs> what would you he, call he's this? standing. He's he's. I would just call this standing sex. Uh, but she's not standing. She's laying on the bed. <laughs> this is this is very. Oh, the. I don't know why the chest of this is grosser to me than the full-on insertion that's happening. Can't, oh wait, 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 wait! What if, what if, what if I only have to look at the first one? I don't think that's how this works, bud. Did you sign up for this or not? No, you're gonna sell this bonus episode. Come on. So now we have rumor Blake and Bubbles. This is them. This that was probably the most graphic one. This is Blake and Bubbles having sex on the beach, I believe. Blatchu. Blatchu is screaming the word yes. And then Bubbles is screaming more and more. What is wrong with her nipples? Why are they hairy? I, she's covered in fur. I Again, I have to... Okay, well, first off, again, we're seeing their clothes just piled up in the corner. Um, again, I do want to say this. This is this art is not terrible. It, what are you talking about? It's fucking awful. Well, yeah, I mean, look, yeah, obviously, I don't think Marvel or DC should hire this person. But the way you describe... Chris is that like Chris is like a barely functioning human. Okay, you're gonna like the sex. Oh no! So this is um. I mean, he's drawing backgrounds. This is Angelica. No. <laughs> no, I'd like you to pay special attention to around the genital area. There is. Can you describe what you're seeing? <laughs> Wait, but is this is this like just a solo? Thing? Yeah, she's masturbating. This is Angelic, oh, Angelica that's in God's her, eye. That's her hand. Oh, oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it creepy? Like, it's a creepy human hand. <laughs> Which and, is weird, because it's a sonic But again, there's clothes in the corner. Like, that's the thing. Like, when I'm... If I'm watching porn... Don't walk away like you're done. I'm, I'm not done. Just let me explain this real quick, because... Hey, have you ever noticed this? No, tell me. Yeah, exactly. Um, in porn, I'm never like, I wonder where their clothes went. Their clothes better be in the corner of the frame so I know that their clothes are still there. You've shown me three pornographic images right now. <laughs> and Chris is, Chris is very carefully put the clothes like folded up in the corner as if to be like, well, I'm sure they'll be wondering. That's weird, right? That's, w yes. I, I wonder if we can figure out more about that later. What's the... Uh, uh, this is our second to last one. This is Mary Lee Walsh. Yeah, look, her clothes are hanging up. I mean, that's her, like, she wears a Viking helmet. That's what, yes, exactly. But still, uh, and is, isn't that like a Viking hammer or something? 
Yeah, like a pitchfork. Yeah, so Chris is so Chris is like people are going to want to know where Mary Lee Wallace's props are, and this is Mary Lee Wallace uh, masturbating spread eagle for the camera. The, the 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 word bubble here says, "Come on and lick my," and then the p word, my jerk off. Jerk off is what Chris calls like he's like a jerk cop, jerk cop, jerk up. <laughs> yeah, not jerk off, audience. Jerk up, jerk up, jerk up, slave. <laughs> Now this is the only one that has significance. Ready? And this Wait, is the one you just showed me four images that have no significance. Correct. That was just to counteract the claims of transsexualism and homosexuality. Uh, you, ready? Thirty seconds to guess if that worked. Do 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 do. No, correct. Please. So this is the one that's me. really important. This is called "She Came for CWC." No, no. <laughs> Now, there are a couple things that we need to pay attention to. First of all, no clothes in this one, at least. First of all, what? look at where the vagina is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. Uh, a mentally challenged person has, doesn't isn't good at anatomy. What the fuck is Chris wearing around his neck? That is the Sonichu medallion. He has created a medallion made out of Crayola fucking model magic. Of Sonichu's head is ostensibly the source of his powers, but in Sonichu it gets retconned a couple times that it, that's not necessarily true. But who okay. is Chris fingering? Yeah. Now you see how there's a black bar over her face. I was in an audience again. There is like a there's like a like a sensor bar. Like I don't know if you were interviewing a mobster, there might be like a black bar over their eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this person is anonymous. Right, okay. So Chris's first IRL love interest was named Megan Schroeder. Megan and Chris met over a game of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, I believe, at a local hobby store called The Game Place. Megan and Chris had a genuine friendship with one another. And originally, that was good. Like, that was fine for Chris. But then after a while, Chris started to see her as a potential girlfriend. Megan was apparently asexual and tells Chris this. By the way, this is what Christorians call the Megan saga. And it began in 2005 and it continues to this day. <laughs> so Megan tells Chris that she's asexual. He really does not accept that. And that is this is all kind of happening while the Encyclopedia Dramatica shit is brewing in the background. This is why it's so hard to talk about this stuff because so many things happen at the same time. So Chris releases these drawings and people see it and claim that the woman in that drawing that Chris is fingering is Crystal, which is in the Sonichu comics, Christian draws a fake twin sister that no. he has. And people claim that this is Crystal. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Chris? This is incest. So Chris puts out a video. It says, if I could take it back, I would take back those five drawings. And by the way, in that one picture, that is not Crystal. That is Megan. <laughs> Saying that the one in the picture is he is fingering his friend Megan. So Megan obviously catches wind of this. Somebody sends it to her and she since then has just cut off all contact with she's like this is so fucked up so she confronts him she said this is so fucked up why the fuck would you do something like this and chris has the audacity this motherfucker says i had to do it otherwise i would have done something else implying that he would have like attacked her or some shit can we please end the episode now yeah i think you've had enough <laughs> 
Okay, before we go, let me tell you what I've learned about this. Tell me. I've been under the apprehension this entire time that Chris or Christine was maybe kind of like some kind of well-meaning doofus that just got mixed up in the internet and the internet fried their brain. But what I'm learning in this episode and what I've learned is that like Chris is not a good person. Yeah, autistic people can be bad people. It's just like from the Chris creates a character that can spot all gay sex ostensibly to snuff it out. Uh, Chris is deeply offended when his characters are called gay. Chris makes a sign that says no blacks. Oh, yeah. And the punishments for homosexuality in Quickville are stricter than Saudi Arabia. (laughs) Really? Yes. Yeah. I mean, the. It's like you can't blame 4chan for this. I blame 4chan for a lot. But, like, this has got to be Chris's parents or Chris's parents not paying attention when Chris was exposed to, like, a terrible, terrible CCD teacher. CCD, you know, for listeners who don't know. Like, it's church school. Like, yeah, you church. go to mass and then you go to CCD to learn about what we just heard in mass. Yeah, if you're if you're Catholic. And you and you said that Chris is Catholic, right? I, some kind of Christian. I'm oh, not sure. okay. Okay, because before, I don't know, the work of Catholicism got mentioned. I don't think you should put too much weight on religion here. <laughs> but it's just, I mean, it. This character, didn't you say one of these characters is deeply religious or something? Yeah, Angelica. Yes. What's Angelica? Who cares? (laughs) She loves God and Jesus. I'm saying if you're putting a character in your comic that loves God and Jesus, and if you're putting another character in your comic that's devoted to stopping gay sex. Dude, I think you're putting way too much weight on the religion part of this and not the autism part of this. Some people are just born fucked up. Granted, but like somebody has to introduce an autistic person to the thing that they become obsessed with. Like, for example, uh, you know, a common hobby of in the autistic community is trains because there's a thousand different kinds of them and you can build your own nice little world. And like you can learn about the diesels and the steamies and the electrics. And then it's like, you know, one of the things the autistic community flocks to is gigantic pools of information. Somebody had to introduce this guy to not just religion, but like hardcore, no, 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 this is wrong, wrong, wrong religion. And maybe that is what caused uh, him to repress his sexuality for so long. Because now Chris is gay? He's a, he identifies as, or she identifies today as a transgender woman who is still interested in women. So, like, a lesbian trans girl. Is that politically correct? I have no idea. I don't know either, but, I mean, the fact that, like, today, in the year 2019, this this person adopts the lesbian label, which would be anathema. I mean, think about that. Like, this character... This, this, this I mean, yeah, it- being lesbian would be pretty bad, let and alone be a trans... <laughs> yeah, no, that would get you fucking executed as multiple characters are what we're we're gonna cover that on the next episode okay so long story short and again sorry it's uh i now feel better about the shitstorm of mockery this person gets because this person is seems like kind of a bad dude 
Who later became a lady who hopefully isn't as bad. Still pretty bad lady. Really? IMO. Oh, God. Okay, can I please watch this bird video? Uh, yeah, now we're going to watch you. Dude, you earned it. We're going to watch How to Put a Bird to Sleep. Okay, how do you put a bird to oh, sleep? Oh, you're going to love this shit. This better not be a fucking video of Christian I masturbating. I swear to God, it isn't. Okay. Okay, ready? Do, 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 do. Page is loading. Is <gasps> it cockatoo? Oh, my God. He's, he's so relaxed. Can you describe what you're saying? Yeah. It's a nice, big, white, feathery cockatoo, and it's in, like, a human bed, and there's a guy's hand just, like, slowly scritching in behind the listen holes, and it's like he looks so relaxed. His eyes are in, like, a half-open, half-closed state, just like mine are permanently, and there's, like, a nice, gentle cricket chirping in the background. Eyelids are too heavy to keep up. His eyelids are so heavy. Good night, little guy. What's the name of this? Do you know the name? It's the name of this. I don't know the name of the cockatoo, but the video is called "How to Put a Bird to Sleep." How to put a bird to sleep? I guess this is our first recommendation. Please, listeners, don't look into anything that has to do with this Christian stuff. It's gross, and it won't make your life better. Looking at this bird. And that was How to Put a Bird to Sleep. And this was the first installment of Saranji Explains Christian Western Chandler to Hysterials. I hope you guys liked that bird video. Next time we're going to sh- cover shoving the medallion up Chris's ass. <laughs> Alcohol, much like shoving things up Chris's ass is something that Chris originally hated but eventually came to love. That joke was too good. I couldn't save it for the next episode. <laughs> good night, everybody.